0: I am your host, Reggie Dawson. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is part two, talking about the stage. You know, last episode we went over the different positions on the stage and just some basic terminology that everyone, honestly, anyone who's going to step on stage really should know. So if you didn't catch that and you're interested, uh, go back, take a listen to the previous episode. This episode we're talking about how to use that knowledge, how to use those stage positions, When you're planning and executing your performance, the whole goal of this episode and really the whole goal of this podcast is to give you the tools and the tips to help you succeed on stage. Just a little about me before we begin. I'm a stage performance coach, an MC, and a performance artist. I'm so passionate about performing on stage. I believe that everybody in the world deserves applause. My goal and mission in life is to help all performers improve their stage performance, gain more confidence, and turn their audience into their fans. If that interests you, you can head over to our Facebook group. It's free to join, beingonstage.com group. I'll give that to you again at the end of the episode. Again, today we're talking about using the stage to plan and perform your show. So a lot of times during your career, you could be faced with many different types of stages. So just to kind of give you an idea, there's four pretty common types of stages that you may find. The first one is like your theater style. It's actually, the proper name is the proscenium stage. And this is, you see it a lot of times in like high schools and in theaters and and any auditorium that you go into. It has your basic rectangular stage and then there's kind of like a curved part that juts out into the audience a little bit that's called an apron. So that's your theater style. And a lot of times, most venues that you're going to go to, they're going to try to replicate that style or be as as close to a theater style as possible. Basically, your audience is pretty much in front of you. At most, you may have, you know, 45 degrees of focus to work with, 45 degrees of audience, basically. The next most common stage is the three-sided stage. It's also called the thrust stage and it's basically a rectangle or a square that juts out into the audience and you have people to your left, to your right, and in front of you. It's a little more difficult to perform on, but the idea is that you're going to spend a a lot of time uh, downstage center, stage left, and stage right, because that way you're hitting all of your central points of your audience. Then you have the two sides that are opposite stage. It's the traverse stage, and it's kind of like a hallway where you have the audience on the left and the right, But downstage and upstage, there's really nothing. And it's kind of difficult to perform there, too, because you're going to spend a lot of time just going back and forth almost in a zigzag pattern. That's really the best way to use that stage. You can get creative with the patterns that you choose, and we'll talk a little bit more about patterns later in this episode. But the traverse stage is probably one of the harder ones to perform at. And then there's the hardest type of stage to perform on, And that is where your audience is on all four sides surrounding you. That is arena style. Uh, You'll see arena style performances where, you know, like the big celebrities and everything. But there's rarely all four sides. You'll see it where there's like three sides of audience or they're really all just in front. They just go really deep into the arena. But you rarely see someone perform where there's all four sides or like a circular stage in the middle of the crowd because it's really difficult. And when you perform there, when you're planning your show, you want to think of it like a clock. So you're going to spend a lot of time at like noon, three, six, and nine. And then you're just going to hit all those points in between. You can almost do a whole star pattern and just kind of bounce around in there. It is incredibly difficult to perform to hit all your audience when they are completely surrounding you. You're always going to feel like you're leaving someone out. The one you're going to be faced with the most is the theater style or the three-sided one. So we're going to spend most of our time talking about using that theater style where your audience is primarily in front of you to maybe like 45 to 60 degrees to the side of you. We're not really going to talk too much about the other types of stages because it's rare that you're going to find them. First, let's talk about when you're setting up for your performance. And it doesn't matter whether you have props or signage or instruments or you know full-on construction. Uh, When you're setting up, you want to make sure that no matter how large the stage is, you want to leave room for yourself to move in pretty much all directions. The last thing you want to feel on stage is trapped. Because remember, when you're on stage, your adrenaline's going. You're kind of performing at a higher level than maybe you even have in rehearsal. Now, you should always rehearse at the same level that you're going to perform. But, you know, when the adrenaline gets going, you're naturally just a little further. So... You don't want to feel trapped because that can make you feel like you can't express yourself. It can keep you – when you, when you feel caged in, you don't really give everything that you have. And so you want to leave yourself enough room to walk around in all sorts of different – all different directions. The next thing you want to think about when you're planning your show is how you're going to fill the stage. Now, if it's a group performance, you know, you guys – you want to spread out a little bit on stage so that you can fill – you know, fill the stage. You want to make it look like it's a full stage. And then you also want to take turns maybe moving. And and again, we'll talk about patterns and movement patterns here in a moment. Solo acts, you guys have it pretty tough. Now, you can go for different effects, you know, dramatic, emotional, power effects, you know, energy. Um, You can also use patterns of how you move about the stage to fill the stage because it can be really difficult. One thing I want to tell you, here's a little tip. Use some props or some signage to help kind of fill up part of the stage that may be the most difficult for you to use, which is mostly going to be upstage. So whatever you can do to kind of close it in a little bit closer so that you don't have to work with as much space, it's going to be even better. Now keeping in mind, you still want to be able to move fully in all directions, so you don't want to close yourself too much in. So when I talk about patterns and everything, there's different patterns that you can use to help yourself fill the stage. I used to use them all the time. I taught them to some of the people that I've mentored in the past, and I'm gonna share them here with you today. So you pick an anchor point, and most of the time your anchor should be either center stage or like a or like downstage center. Okay. So from your anchor point, you pick, you just kind of form a pattern of movement. So when you think about that grid that we talked about last episode with the different parts of the stage. So one of the patterns that I use the most is I would choose center stage and then I would go from center stage to downstage right to downstage center to center stage to downstage left to downstage center and back to center stage. So it's almost forming like two triangles. And that's really that's the basic movement. That's the one that I taught everybody first. As a solo artist to fill the stage, if you're able to move around, that is a basic pattern to master. You hit all the major points of the audience, everybody is satisfied and gets the equal amount of attention. Another good pattern I would use if I used like if I'm doing more of an energetic song, I would have downstage center as my anchor point. And I would go from downstage center to downstage left to get this center stage right to downstage right to center stage left to downstage center. It's kind of, I had to draw it out. And again, I'm posting all these diagrams on Instagram throughout the week. So if you follow at being on stage on Instagram, you're going to see all of these diagrams that I've drawn out. So you want to be sure to check us out there. Some other things to think about when you're using the stage is what kind of effect you want to have, On the audience okay so I've outlined three basic effects and I just said them a second ago there's your power or your energy effect there's your dramatic effect and then there's your high emotional effect okay so first the high emotional effect there's places you can stand and there's movement that you can make when you want to plan an emotional point in the song you either want to move to this point slowly or you want to be there So some emotional points you can hit on the stage is center stage, right or left, or downstage, center, right. And the reason downstage center is right is more emotional is because your right is the audience left, and the left is the more emotional side. So movements you could go through is if you're downstage center left, you want to move to downstage center right, and that's where you're going to hit your more emotional movements and your more emotional points. Then you have your, your dramatic points. So if you are trying to make a dramatic exit or a dramatic pause, for example, you can go to center stage or you can go to upstage center right, upstage center left. If you really want to be dramatic or if you're about to go through a really big build, you can go all the way to upstage left or right, way up in the upper corner of the stage. Some good movements would be to go from upstage left, upstage right. It's very dramatic to cross upper upstage before you cross to downstage so then there's your more power your more energy positions and of course i mean when you think of power and energy you think of you know downstage downstage center downstage left a great movement if you're trying to build energy is to go from center stage right or upstage right to downstage center left That's one of the more powerful, more energetic movements you can do. I've done that a lot with like, adding a slide into a show. I take a running start from upstage right, and I slide into downstage center left. And I'll tell you, every single time, they go nuts. Remember, the chief rule of anything you're going to do when you're using the stage, I've said it last episode, I'll say it again, the primary rule, always move with a purpose. Don't dilly-dally on stage. Don't pace back and forth. Block out your show. Plan where you want to be, when you want to be there, and move there with purpose. Stay in time with what you're doing. If you're talking, stay in time with your speech. If you're playing a music, stay in time with the song. If you're dancing, I mean, of course, stay in time with your choreography. No matter what you're doing, stay in time with what the show is doing, the overall performance. So here's a pro tip. I've seen a lot of celebrities do this. I've used this myself. I've seen it used literally thousands of times. You want to tease your audience with your body angles. So again, this is going to get a little complex. I know I've used a lot of theater terms and a lot of stage terms. Again, if you go back to the previous episode, I go through all of them and what they mean. But here's the pro tip. Your body angles. So you want to think about taking a quarter turn. So turn your body a quarter of the way to the left. But then you're going to move downstage right or you can do it opposite so you turn your body one way and you focus on that audience but then in an instant usually on like a beat or a change or if you're you know if you're shifting to a new topic or if you're shifting to a new chord or if you're shifting to a new set of choreography you're shifting to a new piece of your performance so you're turning quarter to the left and then you're immediately going to move downstage center right It gets them every single time. Those people on the right hands, on your right hand side, will go crazy. I know this was a lot of terminology. I know this was kind of like a lot that I'm hitting you with. But I want to give you the tips and the tools to keep you moving forward. This is a lot of stuff that, you know, as we begin performing and as we really get into being on stage, these are things we don't think about. We don't think about the little details that have to go into a show as you progress. You should be thinking about performing on those big stages right now. If you're not thinking about that, then you're not dreaming big enough. Dream big, my friends, but learn the little things that's going to get you there. These little things you're going to need when you go to those big stages because when they ask you for your cues, you're going to need these little things. So you have to subscribe. So wherever you listen to podcasts, iTunes, Pocket Cast, Speaker, Stitcher, I'm on Spotify, by the way. Wherever you listen to podcasts, click that subscribe button to make sure that you get all the newest episodes. I look forward to hearing from you. You can drop me an email, Reggie at being Let me know what you want to work on. We'll consult a little bit and see what we see what we can get going for you. I look forward to seeing you in that Facebook group. Again, you can get there being slash group. I'm in there every Wednesday doing a deep dive into a motivational video. You can check that out coming up. Thanks again for tuning in, everybody. As always, keep on shining.